listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. It's only natural that as human beings, we want to feel happy, satisfied, and secure. But early on, we are given messages that attack our sense of ease with who we are. We are not bright enough or tall enough. As black people, we learn that our skin color is not right, our hair too kinky or curly, our lips too full, and our presence too strong. Sometimes these messages are subtle, and other times they are harshly direct. We carry all of these lessons inside of us everywhere we go. They become the box from which we operate and see ourselves. Inside this box, we become smaller and smaller and forget how amazing we really are. Because it seems way too hard to confront, and because we were never taught differently, we put many of these feelings in our back pockets. Our coping mechanism of choice is to ignore, to say, it's all good, or that's all right, or whatever when really we do not feel all right we learn to turn and look the other direction whenever something uncomfortable or negative comes our way as a result we live with these small nagging sensations of inner dissatisfaction and inadequacy without rest this internal discomfort plagues us on a daily basis from time to time it reveals itself as a questioning of the meaning of our lives we want to know why we can't be happier than we are feel better than we feel get more of what we want and enjoy life more than we do hey welcome to the blackout test podcast i'm your host rod joined as always by my lovely co-host karen and we are live on a sunday afternoon ready to do some podcasts and find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews we appreciate everybody takes the time out to do that you can leave those on itunes and stitcher we read them every we week do. on saturday we just go hey time to read some podcast reviews and then we hop on the mic and we're like oh my god look what they said about us it's so look lovely what they said so yeah make sure y'all do that the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport football and bullet ball extreme and today's excerpt that i was reading is from uh being black you know the the book that i've been talking about for a while um by angel kyoto williams um and you know i just like that 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 part really spoke to me because i think as uh black people we do have a lot of pushing stuff down because we've been told we're too much so and our presence is too much and you know we all seen lovecraft country shout out to that today it's coming out tonight uh but we all seen like black people walk in a restaurant and white people go oh my god niggers and leave like our existence is just too inconvenient for america right not inconvenient enough to where they didn't need slaves to you know do all this labor for them for free come on but but too inconvenient in the aftermath of that great sin to be like to exist um it's go back to africa you don't love your country then leave you know it's all those things meanwhile a man who was the president of the united states entire campaign is that america's not great and we need to make it great again because it clearly is not right now um and so our dissatisfaction and our uh the conundrum of our existence is constantly thrown into our faces and and made us to to feel small and i think it uh indoctrinates us all it puts this pressure on our parents to make sure black children are small that we're not too loud that we don't come out and get them embarrassed that we're not acting up in a store because you know by that same token our lives have been taken over the course of centuries because of such small infractions as being too loud as being in the wrong place at the wrong time winking at the wrong person smiling at the wrong person whistling at the wrong person so 
there is this tightrope that our parents have had to pressure us into walking but what is the mental and psychological cost of us walking that tightrope of parents who want to put their kids on this tightrope while also feeling responsible to put their kids into a world where you want them to dream big and have goals and the number one goal in overcoming all that is just to be safe from this white attacking um massive supremacy that is out there at all times and that cost on us at some point especially as we become older what what is it what toll does it take what form does it take does it take we don't talk about our depression we don't talk about mental health does it take we pretend to not be bothered when we really are um where we look down on on our own on ourselves and on others for quote unquote being soft for you know um being aggressive things of this nature that are totally reasonable emotional responses to stimuli and stressors right but somehow when you're black it's you know that crack in the veneer can be the thing that costs you your life you know when a cop pulls you over you we don't even get to be uh annoyed you know we don't like some something that is annoying to people how many videos do you see of white people walking up to cops and fucking with them yeah i got my gun and no you can't see no permit because you got a warrant you know and and we like we're watching it like you watch a fucking you know like you watch uh uh, um the crocodile hunter fuck with the stingray right we're watching it like uh bro you what are you doing you know is this a nature film you know but for us we know that uh any slight aggravation could lead to not only our life being taken but to people justifying our life being taken so when we do that it's all good whatever it, you know how much of that is this shield this wall this protection that we've had to put on ourselves because we feel like this is the only way to make it through a society that ultimately doesn't give a damn about how we really feel on the shit anyway they like you know when they want you in the room for diversity they don't want you for your opinion no you know when they want you uh for that token you know when they want that cosign we want to take that picture with that black friend so that they can say yeah i say nigger but i don't i'm not racist here's my black friend alan like do they really want the entirety of you and when you get that message from everyone including yourself including your family including your loved or lovers how much of it's all good is just protection and it's not true oh always always um and for me uh the thing about america america when it comes between america and black people america has basically uh taken african americans and just done horrific things to them and now african americans are the victims and the thing about a victim is that the victim always reminds the perpetrator of the crime that was committed and until you get rid of the victim you're always going to be reminded that's the thing they can't get rid of us so they're always reminded of the atrocities that were put upon us right so the goal the end goal is whatever it takes to get rid of the victim so we're not re-reminded of what we did are we going to apologize about it no are we going to try to set it straight no are we going to try to get to a point of reconciliation no it's easier for us to ignore the victim put the victim in the corner tell the victim it's the victim's fault that they are in this particular situation even though we took advantage of them even though we are the person uh that or the people that turned around and beat mauled raped 
uh destroyed stripped put on display to the rest of the world how great our power is based off of their labor and they call it love and so you know when the victim gets to the point where the victim fights back it becomes a problem you know it's been a lot of times where the victim has fought back and every time the victims fought back what does the perpetrator do the perpetrator changes the laws changes the rules the perpetrator turns around and tells the victim how dare you want rights now you've been quiet all this time and now you're coming out and i don't want to hear what you got to say social media is another transform now with social media people can actually speak out to the rest of the world but hey you know what this relationship it ain't that great and this country ain't that great and instead of you know the country acknowledging its sins it goes back to what it knows best and it's known as a as a predator it's known as we go we conquer we take we strip and we have no apologies why because we're america and america is the best and everybody must bow down and we don't care about the collateral damage that we cause we don't care about the mental damage we don't care about the tribes we destroy we don't care about the generational wealth we steal we don't care about any of this at all because at the end of the day we just want to get back to where we don't have to look at the victim right and i think that not being invisible it works both ways because on the one hand as a black person being invisible is kind of tantamount to safety Mm -hmm. like yeah i just don't want you to see me like if you don't see me and you don't notice me then maybe i'll never become the subject of your ire come on but then at the same time being invisible means your needs are never met you know it's that duality of the invisibility that exists where how am i supposed to make and myself better how am i supposed to heal from my things how am i supposed to address my grievances when to survive i have to not exist and so much of what my problems are in this society is not existing and therefore you throw up the shield of it's all good it's all right uh you know no big deal when it is a big deal it is not all good uh it is not all right and it's never whatever you know so it's just kind of interesting to think about that as on a black and then how do we deal with that in our space of being like okay so i don't want to lead by the trauma that has happened to me correct because i don't want my whole life to be a cycle of i this trauma these things happen to me and traumatize me and now i'm going to live out my entire life letting that lead me letting that be you know the thing that i react to and constantly keep me off balance so how do you find that balance and that healing journey unless you admit that there is something to exist there like unless you admit that there is an issue inside unless you admit that there is trauma inside unless you admit that things have happened but then that you don't stop there that's just one step and then how do you address those things so that you can live in like a peaceful balanced harmonious type of existence that i think every life every human being probably aspires to or wants to achieve yes and i think the particularly with black people um black and brown people the thing that's the most frustrating um a lot of times uh sometimes the victim just want to be left alone and there's a lot of black people they don't want to be loud they don't want to march and protest they don't want to fight they just want to be left alone and what's most frustrating to them that even in me wanting to be left alone you still fuck with me right and so that irritates 
everybody that irritates the the people that are fighting are going yeah they're not gonna leave us alone but yet you have you know uh, everybody did this differently that was like if they would just leave us alone that's why black spaces all black spaces and black and brown spaces are very important to cultures and also this is why they try to destroy those spaces be it the black church mm-hmm. be it restaurants be it um i mean communities right just communities Tulsa, through, through, Oklahoma. through gentrification mm-hmm. and shit like that you know because uh it's like it never fails it goes in cycles because gentrification is nothing new it's been happening for decades and centuries and we're getting ready to go through it again all these places where all these rich white folks moved in new york city and chicago all these places with 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 our, everything happening in the economy these white folks are getting ready to leave and they're going to leave and they're going to run away because all of a sudden these places quote-unquote aren't great there's nothing worse you know worth them staying there and then they're going to claim that the crime and all this shit and the people are dirty and nasty a lot of times they talk about the black and brown people that are left there because they're running away and a lot of the black and brown people that can't even stay can't even afford to stay there because you came you fucking raised the rent with your artisanal cheese and whatever else you have in there and you priced them out of the market everything's going to drop and those people are going to come back to these communities and those people are going to build these communities back up and what's going to happen they're going to look shiny and new again and then y'all going to turn around and say oh it's shiny and new again and move your asses back in there and destroy these communities once again yeah i mean gentrification i I don't get how that has to what is that how are you connecting that back to what we were talking about goes back to how we're traumatized we're traumatized by that we we can't have a place that's just ours that isn't uh uh, torn down and built up torn down and built up you know Mm. we have places across Mm. the country that if if white people would just leave it the fuck alone it would survive it would thrive you would Mm. have places where this black community has been here 300 years 200 years of fact you would have these places but how can you have these places when the white people come tear it all to pieces rename it strip it of its culture paint it white paint it plain then something like this happens run away the black people come they build it out of nothing mm-hmm. it gets shiny and new again the property tax go up and all of a sudden places that you don't want no more you want again it, it sometimes it takes generations but all of a sudden this, this generation that doesn't know anything about these places they come they rename it they whitewash it they call it something else and that goes back to we just want to be left alone yeah i think that does go to some to that invisibility mm-hmm. you know like because when you don't see somebody you don't see it as occupied land you don't right. see it as moving into a neighborhood or a community or a culture you just see it as you know instead of it being north davison street where um black communities used to live and um were sequestered to it becomes no die and the only thing is black people oftentimes we don't get the resources to build up the community that's not really why white people move in a lot of times a lot of times what they do is wherever black people are tax dollars do not go Mm-mm. and so they let communities break down they let resources break down things become dilap- dilapidated ta- uh property value goes down correct so this isn't even like black people get to invest in our communities often we are uh in situations where we rent because we cannot afford to buy correct um and so they move back in and uh white people white people start buying up property high rises lofts all this stuff Mm -hmm. then they move then white people move in then they move black people out to another part of the area Mm -hmm. to reduce the value there and the cycle does continue and that only happens when you see somebody as invisible when you do not believe those people matter or exist so you go oh yeah yeah yeah. 
we can move in here this is no one's land this is you know so yeah i see i was just trying to figure out where you was going with it but i i, I get it now yeah and it and, and, and it becomes frustrating because the 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 thing is we are never in a place where we can build wealth our wealth our, gen, our generational wealth was stolen from us <laughs> you know we actually came over here and, and began to be great in this country and every time we got to the point where we kind of sort of became great it got burned down it got destroyed you know because if they would have left these black places alone and racism wouldn't wouldn't have settled in their hearts we would have been you know generations and generations and generations of a lot of black wealth across this country this country's layout would have looked completely different than it was now if in the 1920s and 30s and 40s and 50s and 60s if white folks hadn't came and fucked shit up we would have been the people where you know we'd have had you know um uh people in college what do they call it when you automatically get to go to the universities based off your family lineage and things like that um i forgot what they call it legacy legacy yes i would have had these you know legacies we would have been able to to do these things we would have you know been uh um owners of, of fortune 500 companies and all that stuff like these things are possible but the thing is the 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 perpetrator cannot allow the victim to get to the that point because if the victim ever gets to the point where the victim thinks they're somebody or the victim knows their worth all of a sudden the victim become dangerous and not only can the victim fight back the victim, victim can actually win and the last thing they want you to do is win because a lot of times uh they feel like if the victim wins the victim will turn around and victimize me and then i'll become the victim this is why they turn around and buy guns this is why they turn around and, and buy all the bullets out because their fear is that if black and brown and indigenous and all these people ever get to the point that they know their history this is why they don't want us to learn our history and they strip us of just basic knowledge if we ever get to the point that we know and understand and learn these things that we would actually get to the point where we wouldn't deal with it anymore where people would be outraged about what's going on with the postal service where people will be outraged and understand what's going on in the congress and senate and not blame nancy pelosi and all these people they will understand how this shit functions and how important they are to the process Mm -hmm. and so um for me it, it boils back down to well i think we do understand those things um black people do it's just a lot of times our votes are being suppressed you know what i mean and so there's a certain segment that has let you know that doesn't believe these things you know um and they have a very loud voice on social media you know but for the most part like black people are probably in my opinion the most civic-minded americans that we have right um but there's a lot of pressure on us to get it right and there's a lot of pressure double you know there's like a double pressure on us and i think for those people a lot of times those people that do give in to the it's all good whatever it takes form in that type of non um that type of just lack of motivation Mm -hmm. because it's like what to me they ultimately have made you believe you don't matter when you choose to not participate anymore even when you know your own well-being is on the line correct and that's and that's the thing it's hard to get people to understand that 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 you do have power and you are worth it and that's what i was saying you got you it's very hard to get people to believe something that you have taken away and stripped from them Mm -hmm. if you could get them to believe this a lot of more people would be motivated a lot of people would look beyond that and have a better understanding but the history of this country has told us that we don't matter yeah i agree 
butterfly in the sky. I can go twice as high. Take a look, it's in a book, a reading rainbow. I can go anywhere. Friends to know, and ways to grow, a reading rainbow. I can be anything. Take a look, it's in a book, a reading rainbow, a reading rainbow. Let's get started on the show, okay? Um, I guess we can start with coronavirus news, okay? There's all types of stuff going on uh, in the news with the coronavirus. Let me see if I can find a song. Um, how about um, Pull Up Coronavirus by Zakari Moon. She pull up, she pull up, she pull up. She on quarantine, but she still gon' get a nut. She know that she could cause the spread, but she just wants some She said for coronavirus, virus. Fuck whatever they advise us, virus. It's just making you desirous. She said, I need you up under me. I agree, fuck the coronavirus, baby. Please pull up on me, darling. Difficult to breathe when I'm sliding Please pull up on me, darling You get what I'm prescribing <laughs> Now, baby, what's the move? What we getting to? Whoa, whoa, CDC really don't approve Oh, no, oh, oh no We need disappointment This is a goddamn jam, though If she climb on top and do it, then nobody who made this song coronavirus we know you made this song coronavirus <laughs> this is a jam oh my god coronavirus like i'm gonna get him with this one do it that whole body week in your belly and corona baby you ain't gotta worry you know i wanna lick your body with the coronavirus until the windows foggy coronavirus all on the window fog okay come on Mm-mm-mm. coronavirus like i know how them new girls like beats how can we get them that pro coronavirus ping song that's what i'm saying i love it okay some of y'all better watch out y'all go y'all go have this in y'all phone next time y'all be talking to somebody they gonna hit y'all with this song listen i've seen their instagram stories these people are already back out here fucking can i don't know what to tell you so they might as well fuck to some relevant beats okay Mm-mm-mm. she can't hardly breathe when i slide in is it because of the dick of the coronavirus i don't know it might be both probably both 
uh all right let's talk about coronavirus news the white house has formally declared teachers essential workers to get them to go back to the classrooms that's remember when everyone said mike pence uh don't judge him by how he handled hiv in kentucky that was actually a very big misunderstanding he did a great job well according to cnn mike pence announced the decision to governors earlier this week teachers are now considered as critical infrastructure workers and subjected to the same kinds of advisories as other workers who have the same label such as doctors nurses and law enforcement officers they aren't the same here's my thing what do you do if the teachers go no right because i mean teachers, teachers have a union they can right. strike there's whole you know uh parts of the countries where just they got unions they's like the fuck is this i signed up to teach children i didn't sign up to die like i this is not the motherfucking army i didn't sign up to go to war against the coronavirus yeah mike pence confirmed friday that the administration has designated teachers as essential workers but stated that it was not a mandate yeah y'all not gonna raise their pay yeah it means you're gonna they say there's no mandate in that maria what that is what that is is when you're declared an essential it means you're going to be prioritized with things like ppe and support but we want to get our kids back to school but we also want our teachers to know that we're going to make the resources available so that their schools can be safe a safe environment lies all all, all these these things you're doing are lies you know that they're, they're nothing uh but lies you basically because a lot of this like everything else depends on the governor if you got governors that actually care think i'm like mm, fuck that every turn you 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 better go buy an hd camera and click on your zoom and yeah. you're gonna have states that be like we're gonna open up seven days a week bring your kids back to school and if your governor says that as a teacher they're gonna be like well i guess you're gonna be going that's why they do that choice thing where they don't make it a mandate on it because they know uh these these fuck-ass republicans are gonna be like yes open up we don't give a fuck about you or the kids uh yeah and thanks brianna <clears throat> i said um i said kentucky i'm in indiana my bad um but yeah so it the they this yeah yeah they purposely and i think also though <clears throat> with a lot of trump declarations it's style over substance and so saying someone is an essential worker sounds like and they better show up to work which is not really the truth of mm-hmm. this mandate mm-hmm. or, or this lack not mandate it's actually not even a mandate right, so it's shit. really just a way to put the social pressure on these teachers to be like you have to do this thing you don't actually have to do or you're not doing your job right um <clears throat> let's see what else oh um research claims that dry air and air-conditioned rooms help spread coronavirus an indian german research team studied the effects of humidity in the transmission of infections and has discovered that dry air and air-conditioned rooms can help spread the coronavirus these findings are significant to those preparing to go back to work in offices and students heading back to classrooms after spending months in lockdown in uh yeah and so what they're basically saying is if you have air conditioning in a room it actually helps spread the virus more and especially if you have a lot of people in the room yeah Um, this air doesn't filter do anything it just floats around in cycles mm -hmm. and so what they're saying is to avoid this you would really need to turn off the ac open up some windows and everyone should have to wear a mask now how many american schools do you think are even going to attempt to do that Mm -hmm. not let alone the safety precautions that we have in schools because of school shootings probably doesn't even allow for some of these schools to do shit like open up their windows and doors and stuff like that 
all right and in the workplace as well like how many workplaces even have a place we can open the window is there a window because y'all know some work is some places there's no windows of his windows they're scattered throughout the building or only on certain floors right so yeah you know it, it, it really whack you know so i don't know um what can the only thing that really could be done is to provide people places where they can like not have a lot of people around wear um protective gear and then also tele telecommute if you if possible so in any situation where you can avoid um dealing with this that's what you're gonna want to do but i just don't know that america america seems very much like go back to treating things like business as usual Mm -hmm. regardless of there being a vaccine or any and and like i don't see a lot of places truly um um embracing the scientific uh elements of the discussion yeah because america's like we want to be normal again fuck people dying fuck uh everything else going on we just we just want to pretend like the shit don't exist regardless of the consequences of the repercussions and things like that and uh uh this is still coronavirus related but what on the low what people are not talking about is the epidemic that's getting ready to uh cross this country with a lot of children losing their parents we're going to have a lot of children that's getting ready to go into these systems because they've lost the people, the older people that were taking care of them. They lost their grandma, their mama, and their daddy. They lost their older sisters and brothers. Like, they've lost these people. And so now you're going to have a generation of kids that are now don't have people taking care of them. Right. And so what do you do with this hundred-something thousand people? There's a lot of adults in that group that you, that, that were the sole source of income for these children. What are you going to do with these children that are going to become home? Homeless. what are you gonna do with these children that can't no longer go to school what are you gonna do with these all of a sudden you're gonna overflow overflow a system that can barely take care of the children that they already have across the country what are you gonna do when people are like i'm not adopting kids because i don't know if these kids have coronavirus what are you gonna do with all these things like 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 this has actually created a ripple effect of other issues that we haven't even talked about or addressed at this time because nobody gives a fuck uh ap exclusive u.s faces back to school laptop shortage because one part of this is because the um administration and governments of states really did go back and forth so long like this was when they took the kids out of school the first time that was a time to be like how do we make sure everyone by the time we would like to restart the school year everyone at least has a capability of you know learning from home how do we do that come on you know and if we can't do it what is our backup plan for the kids that have to come in because they have no other recourse and instead is it was will we have school won't we have school will we have oh we'll have school we'll have school it just will be a little different it just okay well kids will come on tuesday wednesday thursday and then the other kids will come on monday and friday like they kept doing stuff like that it's and and like even in our own uh community of charlotte mecklenburg it was like a week before school was about to start before they were like oh yeah we actually can't do in-person school now imagine if i have had the whole summer 
with my kid being at home or finding some other means to to work and have my kid sought uh seen looked after and stuff what am i supposed to do with a week's notice i gotta go get a laptop for my kid to learn all of a sudden come on that's not enough time you know and then and you're and i might not have the money at this point what if i've lost my job what if i no longer had that little that 600 dollars bonus i was getting what right you know there's so much stuff and so of course there's a run on laptops i would not be surprised if some of the prices have there might be price gouging yes because i know people and parents are going and buying these computers and you also a lot of scamming where people are selling these computers that are actually not worth the dollars that the parents are investing in the parents are like i just want something cheap mm-hmm. like like it, can it get on the internet can it do this and can then they invest their money and turn around and the shit don't do what it's supposed to do and a lot of times the school systems aren't going to have the best and the, the best computers they're giving to you anyway they're going to have some shit that's two and three and four years old depending on the school system and what they've invested in it so it might be slow logging on it might have all these glitches and problems you know that that, that come along with just technology mm-hmm. and it's it's one of those things where it's very frustrating um like i said because america is america i personally think think that uh schools shouldn't even open back up like they should have took as long as they needed to make sure that they had all this shit prior to opening up they should have been like okay how long is it going to really take us to do this shit okay well then schools aren't opening until we can satisfy until we can get the budgets like let, let's take as long as it takes to do this but that would take people admitting the scientists are right 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 so when you live in a world where half the people because that's the thing i feel bad honestly for most of the government because um i mean the local like state governments i feel bad for a lot of them because when you have an administration at the top that refuses to acknowledge things and constantly contradicts itself Mm -hmm. then you're going to trickle that down to the people the people are what the government is made of Mm -hmm. so you're going to have half the people because that's the country we live in where half the people think the opposite of the other half half the people are like i'm not doing this shit and it's the this is a crisis that only can be solved by a massive amount of unity you need everyone basically on the same page so when half or a lot of people on the same page so when half the people are like i don't give a fuck that that right there undoes everything and so you can't really make plans because there were people that are like in our jurisdiction i'm a teacher i do think face-to-face learning is best for like the ability to learn but i think but i know it's not safe and so we should be coming up with some alternatives to this right well if i'm that teacher but half the the parents are like i don't give a fuck i pay your taxes i'm taking my kids to your school you're going to physically teach them in their face what do you do you see what i'm saying because you need a population that goes well the teachers would know best they we trust the teachers they would never like there's no they like this is not about politics this is about science and the teachers know the science so that's the part that always gets me is how you know how much it affects everything else right and 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 that's why uh people wonder why uh i i hate trump so much is because if we would have had a competent administration they would have done several things they would have paid companies not to let go in employees 
which means the parents could have stayed at home to take care of the kids. They would have delayed and pushed back the reopening of the schools until we had adequate shit. They wouldn't have done just dumb and, and stupid shit that's happening right now because, like you say, it's chaos. If it's chaos at the top, it's going to trickle down. And a lot of parents are getting frustrated with the school systems. And my thing is, truthfully, I'm not trying to be funny. My heart goes out to the school system because they're unprepared. Mm-hmm. Every time they turn around, they get a new message. Every time they turn around, shit has changed. Every time they turn around, they get new instructions. Mm-hmm. Every time they turn around, they have these ridiculous fucking deadlines that they know they can't meet. And then they have to turn around and go to parents that are highly upset because it, it leaves parents in limbo. And that's the parents' frustrations, which I understand. Do 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 I take them to school? Do I not take them to school? You know, what what are the rules? You know, mm-hmm. and it's nothing but chaos. And, and, and it's strategically designed to cause chaos. Well, also, um, there's sanctions on China which the trump administration has done right which is part of the problem with us getting the laptops and stuff over here come on you know and the pricing on them so yeah you know and then keep in mind months ago there was a shortage on everything because people just started buying up everything right so you know you're just now getting some of this stuff back in stock in a consistent basis you know your toiletries and stuff like this um some stuff i think still hasn't all the way come back you know but people are starting to have sanitizer and all this stuff yeah but a chromebook is a little bit harder to make than a bottle of sanitizer come on and it's harder to buy you know um so yeah and then the schools need to buy it up and then the schools will have to program with the right uh software like it's a big undertaking that only happens when everyone's on the same page and that we are not on the same page in america and it happens with organization because the 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 thing is truth be told this small percentage is acting a motherfucking fool if there was organizations those people would have to go along they like you would still have something to cut a food but the percentage would be even smaller because most of them wouldn't be able to do the bullshit they're doing people look the fuck is wrong with you um everything is fine you're actually acting an ass just acting ass but you know when everything chaotic they feel like they justified in acting a fool and incredible incredibly reckless social gathering gets 23 syracuse university students suspended colleges and universities across the country starting to start class but at syracuse university uh the students aren't cooperating and at most of these universities they're not no they're not unc chapel hill just had to do this that's why they grand opening grand closing on wednesday night first year syracuse university students held a large gathering on the quad the event which was labeled as incredibly reckless behavior has left 23 students suspended we have one shot to make this happen said vice chancellor j michael haney in a letter to the students the world is watching and they expect you to fail prove them wrong okay the identity right talking about 20 something year olds okay not just that uh some of them not even 20 but uh because this is first year students oh Um, she's talking about 17 18 yeah but but not just that though the world is watching they expect you to fail prove them wrong i don't know if you know how college works come on but a lot of the students there are gonna fail college come on so they damn sure gonna fail this test of should we not get drunk on the quad they fell in that absolutely because some of them are gonna also fail motherfucking introduction to psychology okay one yes they are like (laughs) like, (laughs) that's the point is some of the kids are failures okay uh to identify any additional students syracuse reviewing security footage interviewing witnesses and processing a number of tips 
while classes are, re- are scheduled to begin monday haney commented that this may have done damage enough to shut down the campus including residence hall and in-person learning yeah and let me tell you another problem with this these kids where are they coming from right what do their parents believe when you have something as scientific as a virus broken down into motherfucking politics half the people in this country are in the party of we don't fuck with science and so of course these niggas came to campus and some of their kids some of these are kids of them people Mm -hmm. and so they come to campus and they like "Mm, like, yeah i I mean my parents we don't wear masks we're not afraid like these cucks it's not real it's a hoax and i'm gonna go party and you only need a handful of these people to make the coronavirus a threat on the campus come on and the worst part is that you know the only reason syracuse give a fuck is because they want them housing fees yes and sports it's about money like a lot college is a business i don't know how many times i have to say this college is a business they make money off of ticketing they make money off of charging for parking they make money off of room and board Mm -hmm. they make money off of everything they make money money off the parties on campus they make everything is for profit motive and so if i have a business i mean i already have bills i have to pay teachers i have to pay staff i have to pay campus police these are things i have to pay i have to pay people at the infirmity i have to pay the cafeteria workers i have to pay all these bills and they do not go away just because the coronavirus decided to show up and the thing is this is why they're doing whatever it takes to open because in my personal opinion if not this semester next semester a lot of universities will be closing because people are going to be like i paid for college for the college experience why the fuck am i I have a student loan i'm paying for colleges and i can't fucking live on campus that is a part of the college experience is living on campus all of a sudden i can't live on campus i am not paying yale and princeton and syracuse and nc state and north i'm not paying hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt just to sit at my house in my motherfucking pajamas and skype in i can go to the community college pay a fraction of the price and people i think that this is going to change people views on college you're going to have a lot more people going to community college and these other colleges and having their shit transferred up and doing it like that because they go what am i paying for because people want to get their money's worth out of this and if i'm not getting my money's worth if i can't party because that's the thing college has been promised to a lot of people this is why i go party this is why i become an adult this is why i go fuck bitches this is this is the thing that i go do to have a good time in my early 20s and you have stripped this away from me you've already stripped prom from a lot of them you've already stripped the senior experience from a lot of them and then they go well fuck you stripping the college experience from me too fuck it i might as well stay at the house yep and they're kids they that's the kind of decision kids make that's why the adults in the room have to make that decision of we can't do this correct and it just sucks like the thing that i think people are missing is that it just fucking sucks there's not a get out of jail free card there's no way around this it just has to suck you think you think we don't want to go out and do shit we do every every motherfucking day i do but this is the deal and and you just hope to buckle down and make it through and on the other side of this if there's some sort of solution then we'll okay we'll go back to some more normal behaviors but you know that's the thing because everyone i always see people and it's and maybe it's because uh we do have social media so everyone's always making the case for everything right 
and a lot of validation has come in like well isn't this also sad you know that feeling of isn't this sad and then we go yeah that is sad thank you for acknowledging that this is sad and so every action has a consequence Mm -hmm. and so when you start bringing up like listen it we're we literally could have millions of people die from this if we don't handle it right Mm -hmm. and people go yeah but domestic violence numbers will go up so isn't that sad too and like that is sad that doesn't mean we don't do social distancing right you know what i mean like that's a well i feel bad for the college campuses and the people that won't be able to get paid and do that i'm like i feel bad for them too but i can't but you know what i would feel worse about if they die of coronavirus oh, come on like i don't know like this is not a there's no perfect solution here and what we know for a fact the one thing that doesn't work is just letting this shit run through the country over and over and over because it goes in waves it never stops there is no season for it everything we've been told that it'll be gone by easter all the shit has been lies every country that has treated it seriously are the only ones we're seeing make progress on this thing we're not gonna be able to just give up halfway through and be like fuck it it's hard like we just have to deal with this and so i think that's one of the big problems with this right now it's 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 like i feel like i feel like we're living in king's landing when joffrey was king right now and i'm just ready for the fucking dragons to come through if motherfuckers gonna keep acting like this um all right uh we'll do a couple more i'm not worried gamblers pack casino surrounded by raging wildfires and COVID 19 and then california because ain't that what the fires is uh brooks california by friday evening northern california's lnu lightning complex fire had become the second largest wildfire in state history killing at least five people destroying 500 structures and forcing evacuations in two cities and an air force base it was just 15 percent contained but in rural cape valley as a historic blaze crept within two miles of the cash creek uh cache creek uh casino resort and the sun blazed orange behind the blooms of smoke hundreds of gamblers shirked both fire and coronavirus pandemic to enjoy a night working the slots and trying their luck at the tables nigga two miles which means you can see the bitch these fires are going to continue to go up every year says jose perez 44 drinking a beer at the casino bar with his mask covering around his neck they had the same fires last year yellow county well app name come on years ago divided cape valley into two distinct evacuation zones separating down the center of highway 16 which runs north and south through the valley and is the only road one can take out county officials this week ordered residents which means if it's a rush you stuck in traffic county officials this weekend this week ordered residents and businesses in the western zone of the highway to evacuate but allowed the other side where the casino lies to remain they ain't gonna do that said keith ingraham of the prospect of the county closing the resort ingraham 60 known as caveman by his friends is the gambling world is a casino regular who says he makes a living off the slot machines undeterred by the coronavirus how do you make a living off of slot machines it's literally an equation how's that possible there's no skill or luck to it hey i'm sorry undeterred by the coronavirus pandemic the charismatic ponytail man returned to the casino the day it reopened in early june he visits about three times a week 
i'm not worried i've rolled around in the dirt and been in some of the worst environments i hardly ever get sick all them long island iced teas he added mm. i don't know ask the coronavirus does long island iced tea take you you know if you get the coronavirus drunk is this still the coronavirus mm, think about it they have 650 confirmed case confirmed cases and twelve thousand deaths in cali most contractions of the illness have been attributed to indoor interactions involving large groups of people such as house parties or church services yolo county is home to about two hundred twenty thousand people but has seen 20 2150 confirmed cases and 47 deaths at the casino employees monitor gas temperatures each time they enter that one okay all right anyway. i wish they would have never told people that because they people are wasting their time temperature checks that don't mm-hmm. mean shit right Mm-mm-mm. um uh, oh last one COVID 19 outbreak at a las vegas strip club after stripper squirted vaginal fluid onto 18 clients oh mm-hmm. uh now the thing is it may not have infected them from the squirt it could have infected them Just from, from breathing because pretty sure from breathing with yes. if someone had it you know mm-hmm. so maybe that wait a minute hold up i don't trust this news site okay let's say this is a lie i'm gonna go okay. with this is a lie i don't trust this okay yes yeah, not a reputable site i understand that yeah i don't know world daily news report mm, calling bullshit calling bullshit let me see what other articles are on here this is what happens when i just save an article from the headline let's see what other news they got news you can trust mm-hmm. come on you can trust uh detroit man wakes up from 12 year long coma after prostitute gave him a blowjob and a hit of crack cocaine the same site no thank you no no thank you i i, I i'm gonna say a nay no on this site lottery winner arrested for dumping two hundred thousand dollars worth of manure on xbox's lawn this is fantasy this isn't real texas man there's another article black man with third eye tells you how the world go in is this on it's not too well it's not a hotel site if that's what you're asking texas man admits kidnapping 75 people to aimly probe them while disguised as an alien no 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 thank you i don't believe that site yeah this is fake cannibal killer slaughtered and ate 23 pieces of delivery man six jehovah witnesses two postmen in the past seven years and a partridge in the pear tree nah we're gonna yeah, skip okay. this site. all right so this one's not real all right we're gonna call that one not real shout y'all. out to my facebook friends for sending that out <laughs> thought i could trust you dummies all right let's go to <laughs> y'all was wrong let's go right can't believe y'all but like this is why i felt on my own news got your boy out here looking stupid okay oh my god who are wrong all of you are wrong uh all right let's get into the news news um washington postal workers defy usps orders and reinstall mail sorting machines you're goddamn right i would too fuck that that was the thing i kept wondering just plug them bitches back up that was the thing i kept wondering because they're firmly convinced that like yeah the mail-in ballots uh the post office won't be able to deliver them if we hand you know uh disable the post office enough and i'm like if i was working at the post office i'm just those days i would actually put plug everything back up 
work the overtime work unpaid if i have to come on because this is only going to help me you fucked up my check you fucked up my ability to do my job and i know the next president would not like there are some things that i told people for four fucking years now there are some things people took for granted as just immutable facts of american life and i said those things are under attack now and so the shit that you anyone tells you like that told you in 2016 don't vote and don't worry about it smack them in the face you owe them a smack okay because they were the ones who told you it wouldn't matter does it really matter who's president yes you know shit like that and it's like well i don't know did you ever think the fucking mail could just be stopped did you think that no you didn't because you would thought no fucking idiot no amount of corruption would touch something as immutable as the fucking mail you thought that you know what i mean so anyway yeah, uh, i don't blame I, them i'd have plugged them bitches back up too the hell you gonna do i'm a little worried they plugged them in too early but yeah these are the heroes we need yeah somebody supervisor was like they seen the chaos and was like i'm because t- that's the thing when they do this shit the community looks at them where my motherfucking mail like they're the ones dealing with the stress and dealing with the the community outrage and shit not getting delivered on time and stuff like that and my thing is i i you know it's like they're putting their jobs on the line but you know what i guarantee you they probably told them and a lot of them employees are probably working overtime not getting paid because they was like you're you're not going to leave us out the motherfucking dry over some fuck-ass rule by somebody who technically didn't get voted in for the job donald trump appointed that man that man technically is you know does not deserve he didn't go through the proper channels to get that job yeah and they don't have the means to stop him because uh for years bernie sanders blocked any appointment to the post office uh board of i think directors or whatever um regardless of the fact that they were obama appointees he he thought it was going to save the save us uh board of governors yeah it thought it was going to save the uh save us money and shit like this and so now we don't have enough seats to make that decision you know to to stop to override this man so shit like that comes back to get you yeah because you know and i and then my heart goes out to these employees because these employees did not ask for this all of a sudden my work takes is 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 four times as hard all of a sudden i'm doing manual shit when i had a motherfucking machine that could do this shit in seconds that's stupid yeah also um this isn't every facility only Mm -mm. two only two facilities have have ignored the orders to Mm -hmm. not plug things back up so the vast majority are complying with these orders yes um which is which to me is you know this is a small piece of good news but we i would rather everyone Mm-hmm. i'd rather more people do it because what are you gonna do if, if most of them people be like uh bitches right here plug it into the wall and let's let's get the going uh let's see uh your boy john gray is back in the news uh the cheating pastor that bought his wife a car I and then people that. thought it was with church money mm-hmm. well apparently he hasn't learned his lesson after being exposed for cheating in early 2019 it has now come out that the popular south carolina preacher has once again stepped out of his marriage after a series of facetime videos were exposed online oh my god via larry reed live the host broke down in his signature fashion the nature of gray's latest transgressions 
which include him instructing his mistress on bringing a two-piece swimsuit for a vacation situation but what was especially alarming was gray exposing that his wife aventer gray apparently doesn't cook and pastor gray showed his son in the backseat of that car confirmed the fact by saying that he has to eat pizza daily another portion of the facetime video shows why is that more shocking to him cheat well i guess you know what if you've been cheating several times maybe it is more shocking (laughs) that your wife don't cook how many people use that to justify the cheating well she don't cook she don't clean so i can fuck other people that's how it works that's the math (laughs) that is the math she don't suck my dick so that's the math if i have to call DoorDash, then i get to have sex with other people okay (laughs) um another portion of the facetime video showed him instructing the mistress to prepare a variety of meats which is something he probably needs to okay y'all are shitting on his weight okay uh according to larry reed this is reportedly the third time gray has been caught cheating social media star and vlogger tasha k as seen via her unwind with tasha k show show i've never heard of these shows Mm-mm. i'm not saying you they're not popular i just circles, yeah. yeah is it like are these like the religious gossip shows it must be i don't know nothing about them she added new details and was able to obtain more details from the woman whose name is apparently mary well you know jesus hung around with a mary okay uh while it appeared in the leaked facetime videos that gray was asking his mistress for the cooked meats it was his hands that prepared a mighty hunk of brisket as confirmed by tasha k uh adding to this gray was reportedly counseling gray was reportedly counseling latoya luckett and her husband tomicus walker after walker was allegedly caught cheating well that's definitely the dude you want to go to if you're the man that got caught cheating you know like i feel like he's gonna be on your side you know because he's like listen i i'm counseling both of y'all and i'm gonna keep it fair and everything but are you cooking because if you're not cooking every night of course he's cheating i would i do standards i do that's what that's what i'll live up to there's a lot happening so i guess oh they got the facetime in here okay uh let me see if i can put it on screen y'all want to see man what you talking to the to the mistress with the baby in the in the child seat man mm. boy i swear the church has changed uh she does not um and you know more than most but i speak out of honor because honor covers but when things hit the fan it is my hope that you will cover me in prayer ain't that right son what do you eat every day pizza in the oven from DiGiorno's that's what you have to do oh wow I really thought maybe they got delivery although I mean can you really tell the difference between DiGiorno's and delivery (laughs) isn't that the point but you can't tell the difference but yeah i thought they got delivery okay but the thing is like you act like you ain't got no control over what that baby eats karen you're talking about a man that is a pastor and doing a lot of cheating he don't have time to be i'm sorry his yeah his schedule is already booked to the brim be reasonable my bad how he gonna fuck other women and also do some meal planning i don't think so my bad my bad okay 
to feed when ain't nobody cooking. And that's the truth, Ruth. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with your hands and feet. But I saw what you did there, Mary. I saw what you did. If this supposed to be FaceTime, how come we not seeing her face? Like, isn't that how it goes? Don't you see they face too? Mm-mm, this must be what he sent her. And she might, you know. Is he just sending her videos? Possibility. Would not be surprising. You got an hour to get ready. We're going to Cabo. So, bring your mask and your favorite two-piece. Because we out. Oh, I mean, that is pretty baller, though. I got to give him. He showed the private jet in the background. And, you know, a lot of women want a man like that, you know? Maybe even somebody else's man who got to pull like that to be like, you got an hour to get here to the private jet. We going on a vacation. Get your two-piece, okay, to a woman that's not my wife. You know what you could do? You could send the Cancun pic or pics from Cancun. That would serve to satisfy the fake bet, which you've already been compensated for. What's that? And brisket. How about that? Your own brisket. And we're doing baked beans with the hamburger meat, mashed potatoes. We do some fresh corn. I don't know if any of this, are, any of these are vegetables or sides that you want. But if you want other sides, all you got to do is let me know. See what I'm saying? Chef John. I mean, you cook, so why you? Why is your son eating pizza if you got brisket? I'm just trying to understand, okay? Yeah, I mean, good. Now that that child could eat anything they want to eat. That you know, you mm-hmm. you know, you that that's the mama's baby. Sprinkle some brisket on that pizza. That is maybe. Just shred some brisket and just put it on the toppings of that to join up for and your brisket. I think I've had brisket on pizza. It's actually good, if I'm not mistaken. I'm sure you have. You eat all the flatbreads. Come on, all of them. All of the flats. Yes brisket on anything Mm-mm-mm. i'm just saying that is amazing um the thing that i find interesting is church people always got a way of throwing in some church into everything into everything i don't know like even with your cheating you still got time for some church sayings that is so weird quoting jesus to you listen because <laughs> no weapon formed against me shall prosper come on but uh why don't you send me a picture of you and that two-piece from cancun you know and that's the truth ruth all right you know what i'm saying amen saints like what you- yes let everything that have breath praise ye the lord and i'm going to praise on your body mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean i love to get some tithes and offerings uh to you you know so you can secure a bag you know on this private jet make sure you bring your mask Mm -hmm. and make sure that uh you come humbled before the lord on your knees if you know what i mean Mm -hmm. (laughs) let me put my son on cam (laughs) (laughs) i know uh we about to do some things and uh you know i believe that uh you we need to pray about it uh you know about the activities that we getting ready to do the money must be good man Mm -hmm. because like listen there's one thing that's proven uh a nigga will embarrass you this man will embarrass you yeah like if you his wife there's like the first one was like supposedly an emotional affair Mm -hmm. i think when you get to private jet you got an hour to be here 
and yeah, wear a two-piece wear a mask that seems to imply it is not uh it's no longer emotional it's no longer text it's no longer pictures you are meeting a woman in person to go on a secret vacation with her mm-hmm. i i just don't think it don't sound right to me mm-mm. okay like mm-mm-mm. so <sighs> he's, 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 listen uh make sure you get here uh and we can uh give all honor and glory to god just wear a two-piece and i'm gonna want some of that whap <laughs> i mean worship and praise be to him is what i'm saying i hope you didn't think it was uh it meant anything other than that so uh make sure you do that okay uh let me ask my son uh you know i hate i tell nothing but the truth Rue. uh son <laughs> what what do you eat every does your mama have the wap hmm does she have it Duh! tell her tell my mistress this nigga uh let's see what other news we got here um stacy dash's estranged husband claims he was hypnotized in the marriage mm-hmm. hypnotized i guess so i guess i mean i've heard a lot of things that's a new one that's a new one to me too they got married only 10 days after they met and they separated last year um marty who is a lawyer has filed court documents in response to a divorce petition from stacy he has asked the judge to annul their marriage with stacy herself has yet to indicate she is opposed to he claims stacy's pastor put serious religious pressure on him and he added they only got they only made the move when the pastor unexpectedly and suddenly proclaimed that it was god's will that they got married well the pastor was in on the griff is the pastor john gray let me let me ask I you hope that not. explaining his bizarre claims even further marty said he was under the influence of hypnotic prayer techniques while he didn't elaborate on what the hypnotism he was apparently controlled by dash's legal team said he was acting particularly strange on the day of the wedding okay um i don't believe you sir yeah i don't know about this one she gave him some of that coochie and he just couldn't take it okay police responded to a call regarding a disturbance at their property and when officers arrived she allegedly pushed and slapped marty uh that was in that 2019 domestic violence incident Mm -hmm. and a year before that dash attempted to take her questionable politics to congress later withdrawing her candidacy for undisclosed reasons yeah uh the reasons of not getting any votes nobody wanted her to run in the polls so agreed yep so there you go karen all right that's what is going on thank you for keeping me abreast i just feel like if you never hypnotize a nigga into marrying you then you know step your game up okay my game must be weak then y'all wonder why y'all single i mean are y'all hypnotizing these niggas or no <laughs> i mean because there is such thing as dip dignitize hypnotize <laughs> hypnotize mm-hmm. hypnotize minds okay you got to bring them to church and break out that motherfucking pocket watch and start swinging it around Mm-hmm. yeah because women ought to women ought to be ought to be able to be like look i was dignitized so as far as i'm concerned this uh marriage is null and void you're getting sleepy 
you're getting sleepy marry marry a nigga like how does that work uh all right let's move into some other segments maybe we'll do some fucking with black people i think the negroes would love to hear that fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right y'all it's time to play the game we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game that goes all around the globe helps us uh find articles that make us feel fucked with the wheel side point scores of zero to 100 it was 25 today's contestants everybody all right let's see who's fucking with us today candace owens has been snubbed as a speaker for republican national convention Mm. Mm-hmm. candace owens is one of the most controversial voices for the republican party but it doesn't look like she'll be using it for this week's of republican national convention what to say uh they got a they got a new model vice president mike pence is gonna speak first family uh is gonna speak melania trump ivanka trump eric trump tiffany trump and more good god this is a trump fest trump a palooza it's all they got uh they also gonna have that the 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 people that pull those guns on the pro black lives matter in seattle they're gonna have i don't know if you remember the frat boy the young high school boy who confronted the native american yes he's gonna speak like this the, the cobra commander uh megatron <laughs> uh <laughs> gargamel i saw a mean that had all the cartoons they gonna speak um mojo jojo but it's funny right they kind of fell out with all the black people at the right time right before the rnc it's all as 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 trump leans even harder into his racist base it's almost as if those coons are experiencing some racism Hmm. diamond is still getting pushed out of the way Mm -hmm. uh uh candace owens then got uh pushed out of the way herman cain died uh and i mean are they at least gonna acknowledge that Herman cain died is his family gonna no. at least get a shout out at the no. rnc as his twitter account is still tweeting gop talking points from the great beyond surely no. surely his family will get the recognition that they deserve okay Mm-mm. recognize them Mm-mm. no you get none of that okay it's just interesting Mm-mm-mm. um candace owens uh so oh okay i guess they have some video or something of this let me see what is happening here uh let's look at it okay uh i guess she's talked about being snub are you guys mad at me for something oh no it's people put out memes people put out memes and one of the memes is from um oh what is my movie uh ma Ma. Uh, (laughs) oh my god the internet is too good uh y'all sleep on ma are you guys mad at me for something i mean i uh risked my job so that you could have fun and we definitely did the least you could do is you know say thank you yes that's what they got on their phone 
So Ked is always after not being advised speaking to RSC. No, just I just it's just been a, it's been a long fight. It's been a long fight, and I just had to have a warrior spirit. And that's all. <laughs> oh no! They use that Drake video, laugh now, cry later. Oh man, oh man, this is so good. Oh, hey, black people, man, never quit, never quit. Uh, Diamond Styles. Um, uh, from the March Play podcast says Candace Owens has been shocking, shocking shock to driving for the GLP and Trump for four years now. They didn't even give her a spot at the convention. They dusted her down. I love to see it with a straight up delicious as a gift. <laughs> <laughs> you do love to see it though. Candace Owens didn't even get asked to sweep up after the RNC after all that tap dancing. This is a gift of all these black women laughing. Oh man. Yeah, man. You do love to see it though. I mean, nothing better than a coon just, just not getting the recognition they deserve because of racism. Come on. They thought it was going to be a convention and it was not at all. You gotta work, you gotta work twice as hard to get half as much, even as a coon. Come on. Ain't that some shit? Ain't that some shit? <laughs> oh, man. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, well. You know, zero to a hundred, Karen? Oh, zero. I'm not bothered at all. Mm. Wow. So Karen doesn't support black women. Mm-mm. You hate to see that. Uh, of course, I would give it a zero as well. Cause, fuck her she is literally the worst fucking person um oh man uh i don't know if you saw this on the on the internet but have you seen the flyers for an event called brianna con brianna con mm-hmm. i seen people talking about it so brianna con is a convention in louisville hosted by until freedom and it runs from yesterday until the 25th of august um it's kind of it's supposed to punctuate a 30-day occupation of louisville it's supposed to also like be a kind of like a celebration and a remembrance of her life okay but there are people involved where like uh like reality tv stars are gonna be involved i think like um portia and yandy so yandy from love and hip-hop i think portia is from um uh, real housewives of atlanta or something Mm -hmm. so that's so there's that um the flyers made the rounds before really anything else you know and they clearly have like good pr people and stuff because if you like google brianna khan the news about it is very like positive it's very much like yeah, yeah, yeah um brianna con it's a convention it's gonna be this that and the other um but if you like look at social media there's a lot of it's very divided over it yeah um so uh and i'll i'll tell you what, i'll show y'all on my facebook page the um the flyers so y'all can see it for y'all selves um but yeah so this one brianna khan days of action taylor may women's empowerment event yandy smith harris media mogul entrepreneur teslin figard political strategist portia williams tv personality and philanthropist in the background kind of faded out is brianna okay uh and then underneath that it says beauty money and justice which i think people are like what 
uh august 22nd blah blah, blah the time vibes then the the physical location space is limited da 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 so that one didn't that pissed a lot of people off brianna Khan days of action the brie bq which oh no that name yeah it, it's all they almost I think it's sound the, like jokes yeah i think the name the name is like oh no yeah now uh well i'll get to that in a second but then they have like different people on this flyer where once again brianna kind of faded into the background and on the front it's tamika mallory linda sarzor uh my son in gen- ny general uh i don't know that angelo pinto esquire Trey the true sasha renee hannah l drake rhapsody and more um so i don't know if hannah l drake is one person or if they mean like drake the rapper i don't know i'm assuming hannah l drake is like a okay. full name okay because then it's a comma yeah so um that was a thing um and people were you know of course mad at the activists who got involved and stuff like that and then uh whatnot um so the thing i was gonna say i wanted to add at the end was that um people are saying her family did approve this okay um so if that makes any difference to people you know i just wanted to i think that's relevant yes it is i see a lot of people leaving that out or being like yeah but they're dealing with trauma and i'm like don't infantilize them like if if this is the decision that they came to why are you trying to take away their agency so you can still be mad like come on just say that you don't agree with the family of this woman who was killed just say that say that and it's you, okay yeah how you feel about it is more important than how her family feel about it to you yes to you that like that's the real truth but nobody wants to be the bad guy and say that come um on. but yeah when i saw it i thought it was a joke or something yeah like, like a really okay joke flyers yeah like yes. a really bad poorly timed joke um but it's not a joke um it, it's serious and it's happening um and of course people felt very divided over that um that that whole thing um and the group until freedom is founded by tamika mallory and linda sarzor uh who both co-chaired the women's march on washington which is funny because the women's march on washington originally was going to be like this white woman 53 percent pussy hat thing Mm -hmm. and then people pressured them to go get some black and brown women to be leaders of that march and they did make them leaders of those march of the march and since then it's kind of been like people been on their ass just as much um i think tamika mallory was the person that they're like you can't really be for the lgbtq community and then cozying up to farrakhan like taking pictures with him and defending him and shit like that's a bad look for you as an activist because then you're going to come back to the community and be like hey uh i'm for these rights it's like then why the fuck are you posing with this dude like sometimes you just have to because you know you would not see it the other way around if someone wanted to go take a picture with glenn beck you're not going to be like well that's different or even somebody uh you know to or or somebody even somebody that had a quasi kind of relationship where it's like they're not a totally bad person like you can't even take a picture with chris brown without people bringing up like what the fuck so to think you can do it with farrakhan is kind of crazy because you know the circles you run in and you know how the internet is now i'm not saying she has to care she could be like fuck it don't like me then but i you just know that these are people that have dealt with controversy in the past so Mm -hmm. um 
so yeah is so that was part of it and of course people get mad because it's like y'all coming into this community y'all not even from here local advertisers feel uh uh advertisers <laughs> jordan local activists feel differently than you do about this and mm-hmm. that and the local activists should get the the press precedents or the more like they should get more say on what happens which is a big belief a lot of people have um not saying everybody shares that belief obviously because people don't always do that but Mm -hmm. you know people all feel like well we've already been on the ground so why the fuck are you even coming in here doing this thing um but sometimes without your presence being here our voices aren't big enough like 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 that's mm -hmm. a catch-22 when it when it comes to to people actually uh uh, doing that type of shit because yes y'all be on the ground but uh if we all for the same purpose or the same cause it's like you get the help where you get the help but a lot of times you know i've learned over the years when it comes to these activist circles shit that i think is common sense you're dealing with people and people people are static which means if i like you or don't like you that will determine on if i want you here or not well activism is a hustle too it's a job yes it is it's a thing like not everyone's making money at it not everybody's no. good at it but it's a hustle too when people want their credit they've staked out their territory and they want their you know hey i know the issues better than you know the issues and i got the fixes more than you know the fixes and there's a territorialism in activism that you see play out on social media less so than in the news and then what happens is when it comes to the news whoever stakes out the story first whoever has the best contacts with the media stuff is who gets the credit and or blame and or attention for the whole thing so if you know a bigger activist comes in and raises attention for trayvon martin's family there may be people who were on the ground from day one that are like pissed because i wanted that credit not al sharpton even if the goal was to get attention and al sharpton's the reason everyone else learns about trayvon and you might end and up you were, benefiting yeah from it, you were you a link in the chain but you weren't the link that made it happen correct people go yeah people get there's a thing about that there's ego mm-hmm. involved I, it's mm-hmm. one of the reasons i've have kept my distance from activists because of that specifically after experiencing that i was like oh no 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 no. this is a whole different level of of shit and i don't really want to deal with it like Mm -hmm. leave me out but yeah so i think that's part of it you know the brianna khan flyer looking super tacky is a big part of i think i don't give a fuck how you feel about it it definitely looks tacky i don't know how you cannot feel that way just because it looks like a club flyer and maybe it's supposed to give off that vibe but you know when it goes online to a bunch of people that ain't in the physical area to go it just is gonna look bad it's just it's no way it's the same way the mlk flyers look it's just no way around it um so that's that's part of it um the other thing i would throw in there um is it kind of feels like the end result of what was happening with her name already mm-hmm. like this is the end result of memifying a dead person correct you know and all the agendas that come with that because people spend a very long time being like why aren't we uplifting her name with like george floyd and at this point i would say brianna taylor's name is bigger than george floyd's in the ways that we are measuring names right yeah not that we should be Mm-mm. i never saw it as a competition i always thought that was a very fucked up framing because people were trying to turn it into men versus women mm-hmm. people care about black men not black women which i i agree that that happens but i think we we're talking about two individual situations one having eight minutes of tape 
of a man dying um there's there's other reasons than just one is a man one is a woman for this i agree and i honestly you know god forbid we have to ever watch a black woman die in of eight minutes of losing air i don't want to watch it either Mm -mm. i don't want to watch anyone die that way but hello but there's a reason one got more attention right away because we're visual culture and shit but regardless of all that right what happens to all these people when we make them hashtags that are about getting attention and then we're going to take the attention and make something happen with the attention Mm -hmm. people start doing strange things for attention because attention is the currency of social media yes it is that's how you get paid right and certain people attention is the is the currency of reality tv Mm -hmm. so i'm not shocked that portia and yandy are involved in this because they who knows more about getting attention than those kind of people who knows more about getting attention than you know instagram people and all attention isn't good attention no it's not you know so i could see a way where people like this is the end result of all this stuff and especially with brianna where the the goal of getting justice for her is not as easy quote unquote as george floyd Mm -mm. like you don't have um the right people in place in power who will bow to pressure like you have people who honestly get off on not bowing to pressure they're actually making a name on being like yeah them protesters showed up to my house fuck them like they like so now there's this other step where it's like the kind of thing you have to do to get a person like that out of the way is the vote and that is a longer term fix and it's inconvenient but this person is proven they will not be swayed by public opinion they will not be swayed by the entire nba and wnba dedicating nothing but time to brianna taylor and saying arrest their killers they They won't be swayed by you know Jesus and marrow ending every episode with arrest the people like they will not be swayed by this from anyone so now what are we gonna do because i feel like with this shit shit we've reached peak attention like so there is no level of attention that is missing here now it is a level of uh like what are we are you gonna be able to stick with this are you gonna be able to make the moves that get uh someone in 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 place that will press charges a similar case to this that people will want like it's hard to see the similarities now but i'll point it out bill cosby what people don't realize is the bill cosby shit the reason that bill cosby didn't have presses charges pressed against for him against him didn't have charges pressed against him for so long the da wouldn't bring the charges he would not once he lost his election the first thing the next da did was to go we are now going forward with andrea constant's lawsuit in against bill cosby Mm -hmm. that like we're gonna go with these charges that is that matters so you know while people kind of hem and haw about voting and shit and then go arrest the killers there's a stat there's processes to this you reach the roadblock and the only thing standing in the roadblock is this motherfucker that need to go mm-hmm. yeah continue to make it in the forefront continue to speak about it which is a good thing because that's that's how it got to the point where it is now and now it comes to where it needs to go to the next level right so i think um you know i'm like i'm not so here's anyway well i guess we can get to zero you know uh zero to a hundred um let me see if this does anything else i want to read 
uh their local tension these local tensions around until freedom's role in louisville spilled onto the national stage with the launch of brianna con this weekend there was outrage across social media at the use of taylor's name in several event titles like sunday's brebecue and ta- the taylor-made women's empowerment event uh and bros for brianna uh at the taylor-made event yeah it's just a lot of this is kind of like the catchy branding shit of it and that's got to turn a lot of people off but maybe it's not turning people off if they go to the event i don't know Mm-mm. at the tailor-made event about 100 women gathered to hear from a reality reality tv stars yandy smith harris and portia williams as well as lanita baker uh a lawyer for taylor's family the theme of the event was beauty money and justice the free event came with giveaway bags with makeup samples a buffet and i and an ivory covered wall holding glasses of champagne everything was donated organizer said and intended to encourage people to come out and learn about how to be better advocates for themselves yeah i mean i don't i mean that is their skill set that's what those reality show people do i bet it's gonna be a part of like you know the social like the tv shows Mm -hmm. you know they'll have like an episode or something about that or a segment i mean i this is how they help is what they do correct people use their skill sets and everybody's skill sets aren't the same right but on social media and among some local activists the event was condemned as disconnected from the goal of getting justice for taylor uh let's see the lawyer said brianna was all about empowering everyone around her her saying was apply pressure pressure bust pipes she wanted everyone to be the best person she could be uh and then local uh council person said these events do not impact daniel cameron's decision he's not looking at them as some sort of pressure or some sort of tipping point for what's going to come from his office Arthur, who was a teacher and musician, said he had been asked to be on a panel discussion on Sunday as part of BriannaCon. He agreed, but once he saw the branding, he became concerned. After consulting with community leaders he trusts, he said he decided to pull out of the event. So much response to these events locally has been, we don't, we don't want this, we don't appreciate it, and it's inappropriate. And I would never want to be a part of something that our community at large sees as exploitation or memification taylor's death maybe more than any recent police killing has become a social media phenomenon and seemingly unrelated instagram twitter and tiktok posts people all over the country are advocating for determination and arrest of the officers involved in her killing um yeah i don't know man yeah so zero to a hundred oh for me i i give it a 25 and it's more of based off of the branding kind of like the name and the flyers but truth be told uh people oh, I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt one more thing this this might i don't know if this is gonna go into your judgment mallory tamika mallory specifically addressed the brebecue which had been the subject of much derision on, derision on twitter people said it was an offensive name mallory said but she'd recently discussed it with tamika palmer which is brianna taylor's mother when we were talking about the brebecue she looked at me with almost tears in her eyes and said wow brianna would love brebecue and so y'all can kiss my and she said and so y'all can kiss my butt all right go ahead i'm sorry i i still give it 25 Mm -hmm. um like you say you know and 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 i guess i'm not that bothered because of the family my voice and how i feel about it does not trump the family and that's how that's me personally i know a lot of people think that their voice on this trumps whatever the fuck the family feels and and shit like that 
uh but i don't feel like it does because i'm not the one that lost a family member so who am i to tell them what's right and what's not right and how they should feel and what they should approve that's not that's that's not my jurisdiction so if the family's fine with that I, i don't have a problem with that um and also, like you said, this is the end result of everybody memifying, everybody, you know, pushing, 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 and everybody not wanting this to die. And so this is a way to kind of keep these things alive and in the forefront of people talking about it. And my thing is, because I'm not going to the events, I don't know anything about the events. I don't know who is going to help. I don't really know what it's going to do. And that's kind of funny. That's, that's, that's not my job um because the internet is just everybody get mad everybody get outraged but you know most of the people being mad and outraged they're not participating they actually don't care they're actually just upset because they just don't personally like it and they think it's in poor taste which is their their choice to feel that way um but the thing is it's like uh people are gonna do whatever people are going to do and, and and for me i'm not that bothered with it you know because actually it don't actually impact me any anything that they do does not impact me i'm not going i'm not supporting it so you know i'm not participating in it i literally have nothing to do with it yeah it's also weird because people already are saying like you know um it went from the family isn't involved and they don't know to oh the family approved it and they do like it to well then the family's traumatized so they shouldn't really get to be the ones to make a decision it's a reason to justify them being mad they just don't Mm. want to say how i feel how i personally feel trumps that you know and these same people will be highly upset if they had a family member that died and they made these choices and decisions and people was like fuck it you'd be like who the fuck you think you are this is my family member i have the right to make these choices and decisions who are you they have the right to feel that way too but everybody thinks that their personal particularly on the internet they think that their personal feelings and opinions just trumps whatever the fuck the family wants however the family feels like the family like you 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 want to take away the family's right to make these choices and decisions because of your own personal feelings wherever these feelings may come from yeah the thing that's weird is like i do feel this thing where it's like i believe your family and the people that knew her get to say yes it's like a funeral like it's like a funeral where like mm-hmm. they like sometimes people have a funeral and they take the corpse and they set it up with a video game system and wearing a jogging suit and a 40 ounce on the table and in my mind i'm like oh my god this is so tacky blah 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 and that you know like they disrespecting this corpse but then it's like that's my family they knew me the best and they felt like you know this is what this is how he wanted his funeral I, then i have to be like well what the fuck it ain't yeah really, and, and i can still be like well yeah, I, I don't it like ain't, it it but, ain't you for know, me yeah I'm, yeah i'm not gonna be like well y'all just fucked up and wrong because of it no yeah you know so i don't know bro i don't know dog it just seemed like it's a lot of projecting yes it is on everybody's part to be like to find a way to be offended by it but at the same time keep the family out of harm's way or whatever um yeah because a lot of people think that they're doing this to protect the family like 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 right. a lot of people that are mad they're like no you know this wasn't their choice this wasn't their decision what they said that it was like family yeah. people had it's, it's it's not like people wear those shirts mm-hmm. that like dead relatives and it's like we had a turn up for our dead relative 
that no matter how they died it's like this is what the fuck we celebrate in their life we chose to do this rather than to mourn them in a sad way mm-hmm. we want people to celebrate in their name like that's not so i yeah like i said i, I yeah you know what i think man i i'd be lying to say it's zero yeah it's not you know zero. what i mean because i definitely saw those flyers and i was like the fuck is this but i don't know the more i learned about it the closer i got to zero where i was just like yeah you know what actually zero i want to say zero fuck it because at the end of the day not my family Mm-mm. um there have been there have been these fucking uh memes and shit and instagram models like putting shit like you want to see my only fans and you flip the panel and then it goes arrested killers of Breonna taylor like this this is i'll put it this way i'm zero for the event because it's just three or four days if people want to participate they can if they don't don't who gives a fuck correct but i'll, I'll say i am fucked with but it's just not directly this event it's the overall tenor of how things were trending this way the whole time mm-hmm. to like she's kind of just a me mm-hmm. you know what i mean like she never really was a person to people Mm-mm. and then it it really became like how do we siphon attention off of this killing mm-hmm. you know and i think that's gonna bother me forever you know what i mean yeah. because that that i watched that happen and that and you know people are gonna say while i do feel like it is because she is a black woman i also feel like a every a lot of people have participated in this that aren't just people that aren't black women like a lot of black women have participated in the memification of her Mm -hmm. you know and it's and it's like this is gonna happen because the currency of social media is attention yes it is and since the currency of social media is attention people kind of can't separate altruism from attention and it's like like you would just see random people going viral on social media because they would say arrest the killers of brianna taylor or whatever and so people just retweet it because they agree with it but then at some point people are like well i want to get retweets i want to get likes i want to go viral and then it becomes a competition here's my tiktok dance and at the end arrest the killers of brianna taylor oh y'all check this out oh this is a and then by you know and it's like we were leading to the barbecue the whole time yeah because of that and so maybe i feel a little weird because it feels like that was an inevitable path but i don't necessarily get offended by the event because i you know maybe it's the 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 zen book i'm reading but i'm gonna choose to not think the worst of these people right i'm gonna choose to believe that these people would love to be a part of the solution for brianna taylor's killer being brought to killers being brought to justice yeah because at the end of the day nobody really knows what to do and that's the truth nobody really knows what to do and so because nobody really knows what to do people are working with the tools that they have and this is how these people chose to use whatever talents that they have to help with the solution if it's going to help or not that's that's almost irrelevant this is what they chose to do um and it's kind of the same but kind of not i guess the reason why i've kind i'm 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 less laid back for me it 
for me it personally started with that young man that forgave that white woman for killing her her family member mm-hmm. i mean his family uh, member the cop uh that killed um both that john right for me amber geiger yeah, yes. amber geiger okay for me this is where a lot of how i feel now started from because this this the, the, the a child at the time made a personal decision and instead of it just being his personal decision so many people projected so many people talked about what they would do what they wouldn't do so many people just rolled 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 so many people put their feelings and their emotions of what they wouldn't wouldn't do some people may have been in this situation majority of people have never had a family member killed like this in their lifetime but so many people have so much to say what they would do what they wouldn't do what they would put up with and so for me a lot of that has turned me off towards this backlash towards a family member that has made a choice that you don't agree with if you don't agree with it that's cool like i don't have a problem with you not agreeing with it my problem is that when you turn around you tell the family that not only do i not agree with you like you not only do i not agree with you i tell you that you have no agency over your own choice and the decision that you made because i don't agree with it you know at the end of the day a lot of people it boils down to how i feel about this situation and this is how the internet is supersedes you as somebody that has been directly impacted by it this will not change my world this will not change my life i've never met that woman i don't know that woman but as far as their concern because the internet is a rage machine you got to be mad and well, you I think got to find a way to, to put this frustration on also our need to see ourselves in each other sometimes becomes a weird form of narcissism so we make every celebrity every incident into all of us and representative of the macro problems of the world and it doesn't always apply Mm -hmm. and so i think that muddies the water because if you spend all day going brianna taylor is a black woman so this is how the world feels about all black women and i am a black woman therefore this is how the world feels about me therefore i am brianna taylor at some point every every type of black woman may may feel that way well that means yandy smith may feel that way and she may feel so me giving away this bag is gonna help some and it's like people gonna disagree and go you went too far but like every, like there are different points everyone went to can you can point to a lot of people going too far is what i'm saying Agreed. the other thing is because I, I feel like in context we need to promote this part because i guarantee pretty much no other podcast is going to do this part but let's talk about the events because um people are going to be like well that's not even about getting justice nothing happened well that's not true you don't know the events you just saw the flyer and then you went ape right um uh ape shit is what i meant to say um but ape is just racism okay i would never say that about y'all uh unless it was guest race uh saturday august 22nd they had a farmer's market uh with the louisville urban uh, urban league from 9 a.m to noon taylor may which is a women's empowerment event from 2 p.m to 4 p.m brothers for brianna free the guys men's empowerment event from 5 p.m to 7 p.m i know that was ashy local social gathering 7 p.m to 9 p.m it's also weird because like to to need to do a men's empowerment event feels like one of those like well since we did a women's empowerment event we got to do something for the men it's very church like like church does that a lot mm-hmm. anyway sunday august 23rd community barbecue 4 p.m monday press conference with families and victims of New police session. violence 
new session on monday is what i was trying to say yeah okay so back to the thing i don't know where i got cut off in the um chat room uh but yeah there was the brebecue on sunday then monday they are doing a press conference with families and victims of police violence at 10 a.m then they're doing policy panels and workshops at 11 a.m to 3 p.m then they're doing praise in the park from 7 p.m to 10 p.m tuesday the last day they're doing meetup and training 2 p.m then they're doing a march to the uh louisville police department training academy and then they're doing a demonstration so because i saw people are in the chat being like you know this isn't even about justice or they're not even doing anything to get towards these goals they i mean one they've been there for 30 days but and this is the kind of the culmination of that 30 days but then two they are so i don't know man like i I, like i feel a little fucked with by the whole brianna taylor thing because it just seems to not really be about her and hasn't been for a long time you know it hasn't in a weird way it's kind of been about all of us but at the Mm -hmm. same time i'm i'm just glad people care and that they're trying to put pressure um and i hope that they can find a way to get it's not like i'm rooting against these people Mm -mm, because and this is how i feel part of freedom is the freedom to be allowed to do this too like i think on the low um and this is just me i feel personally on the low a lot of people when it comes to shit like this they want to be politically correct a lot of people want to be on their politically correct horses and ride around and be like you have to do it this way and if you don't do it yeah. this way you don't represent blackness if you don't come out with a suit and tie if you don't label it right if you don't you know have the right march if you don't you know come out here with your degrees if you know you can't be out here doing no ghetto shit you know like a lot of people will never admit a lot of it stems mm. down to how we are viewed as black as a totality mm-hmm. and a lot of that stems down to white supremacy because mm-hmm. part of freedom is them being able to do this black people being able to do this on their own and people going okay either you're going to support it or you're not either you're going to you're going to help them or not and move the fuck on because the way social media worked two months from now nobody's going to give a fuck about this particular event yeah and so you know it's one of those things where it's happening and everybody feels like they have to say something about it now because it's happening now but the way that the internet moves next week nobody will care i think i think seeing it out of context only seeing the flyers and seeing people make jokes on social media or be outraged on social media definitely tinges the way you view it Mm -hmm. i'm glad to have a show like this where we can go look into the details of it um i think if i would have saw those flyers but had known her family approved had known that there were also actions being taken monday and tuesday and know that they were kind of catering it as a celebration of her life is not because at the same time people go it's not just black trauma what we can't have da 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 and you know what else i look in these fucking protests motherfuckers are dancing in the streets Mm -hmm. as a sign of revolution motherfuckers are dancing with the cops sometimes that's a part of motherfuckers are having cookouts motherfuckers like people do a bunch of different shit towards their goals of Mm -hmm. you know like their version of getting free or freedom or raising awareness for the cause and honestly just because this isn't my way i'm not gonna shit on them and i'm just gonna leave it at that like hopefully this 
raises awareness with some people that weren't attracted to the other shit people were doing because not all we're not a monolith and you're not catching all the people that care in in any one action so i'm gonna leave it at that let the activists beef it out because they like you know the activists don't really like each other so you know like they always got an issue with the way someone else's move because it's not them like that's the whole thing like activists kind of geared towards that because that's their whole thing is raising i got beef with something and going out and being like i'm very vocal about it so i think people kind of pick and choose their favorite pokemon activists and then follow behind that online but i'm not falling for that trap good luck to them i I, i'm I'm standing by zero fucked with right right and and like i said for me it you know like i said that's just me with the 25 but also it's one of those things where you have to reach people where they are and people fail to realize everybody ain't gonna be ain't gonna be reached by the preacher from the preacher to the prostitute we all are in this march together we all being oppressed we're all being 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 impacted by it but you have people that feel like they are holier than thou and all of a sudden the prostitute ain't nobody well then that's not freedom that's not freedom too to me that's not freedom and and the thing is we're all included in this march people gonna be troking people gonna be uh, uh wet ass pussying in the background and just like people gonna be shouting and putting land like we all in this shit together yeah niggas was swag surfing on the fucking white house lawn with obama and activists and i respect both actions correct Neither, none, of, none of it made them less serious to me you know what i mean and i I guess it's kind of the same thing like if the goal is still and and you cannot argue to me that the goal is still about getting brianna taylor's killers to justice in with what i've read about the events and the then i then i'm cool with it the the flyers could have used some work but Mm -hmm. you know what twitter is a very reactive visual medium and so the shit didn't look good in them flyers i'm not even gonna sit up here and lie and act like they did i thought the shit looked whacked in them flyers but the more i learn about it, the less i can like feel like they did anything wrong so maybe hire a new graphic designer or figure something out you mm-hmm. know something else it just it's sad it'll be sad if the event is kind of basically ruined online because of flyers but the event turns out to to be something that helps raise awareness and gets progress towards you know right and and impacts the community and does these things that these people are complaining about but guess what when this event's over nobody's gonna go look at their numbers nobody's gonna go look at the impact because people said what they said and they're just gonna move on yeah so good luck uh jason mitchell starring in biopic of sean bell who was fatally shot by police hours before his wedding jason mitchell you might know from the shot and from you know the fact that he lost jobs because he was sexually harassing people on oh, set. Oh, him? Yes, him. Oh. He also played Easy and Straight Out of Compton. I don't know if he's won an Oscar, been nominated for an Oscar, but um, yeah, he's gonna be playing uh, Sean Bell. Um, you know, uh, in this movie about his murder by the police. Um i don't know this is kind of like that uh what's nate parker mm-hmm. except with much less distance between what he's accused of and the the amount of time it took him to get a new job um my guess is that this shit gonna probably flop because like who's the audience for this that um doesn't know is i guess it depends does do people in general know about jason mitchell and his issues i feel like they do because i mean he's been on the breakfast club and shit 
but so i don't yeah. know if this because it might do like nate parker's thing where people thought it would be no big deal and that movie flopped like shit yeah but yeah that's either that's gonna happen or either it's kind of uh, similar to how people on social media think they have a power and people outside of social media don't give a fuck and those other people yeah but i don't it. know that this movie would make a lot of money anyway yeah, I, that's I, true. I feel that's like true. this is one of those movies that's in social media's purview it's the kind of yeah. movie that only the woke niggas go see anyway right so oh, how you gonna get the yes. woke niggas on board with with him it just seemed like that's that ain't gonna, gonna work that's an uphill battle like a day that much yeah so and then of course you know you're gonna have a, a every movie about slavery black people that avoid <laughs> the other 100 movies that are not about slavery you gonna have those, watch nothing yeah you're gonna have those people complaining black trauma anyway oh, no. watching lovecraft country and tweeting it tonight but black trauma oh no when are we gonna get over this i'm so tired of this shit uh watchmen was the greatest series of all time um, it deserves yes. all the emmys but i'm so sick of black trauma underground i can't believe they canceled it i'm so goddamn tired like so i yes we are not a monolith right so i don't know if we'll you know i i i'm I just i'm not gonna go see this uh Me either. zero to a hundred zero because i don't care yeah it's weird because i want to get the woke points of faux cognate so i'm gonna say 100 because i love and support black women okay as a good black man okay raised by a loving mother i care about black women so much i refuse to see this trash because i am too good for this and so are my sisters okay Mm -hmm. 100 all right Mm -hmm. remember me ladies i mean i would still want this story to be told but it's one of the things where you go Mm -hmm. oh of course i wouldn't mind the story being told but not by this man i don't think so karen too woke for that shit well, go ahead woken it wokeness at rodimus prime on twitter just tell me how great i am um yeah i'll go ahead and do that all right uh last one fired racist michigan morgue workers accused of eating a black penis cake as a joke lose their jobs mm, okay so they have black penis cakes i didn't know that Mm-hmm. big black chocolate cakes can Mm-hmm. i know people probably may order that like but uh mm-hmm. this was you know but this was like a joke joke i don't know big black penis cake was it in the shape of pe- oh uh, let me die you i mean tell me. I no mean, it's a it's a cake that's just um i mean <laughs> they just called it a penis i mean they call it a penis cake but you can have a cake shaped like a penis you can have a cake a- made of penis like baby powder <laughs> is made of babies can be be reasonable here yeah. <laughs> Let's, I, <laughs> let me just let's just be reasonable before we get off the trails okay y'all already derailing this penis story. <laughs> trying to do i was a, like you know is it a cake that you know you have like penises on the cake like i was trying to figure out i'm trying, trying to, to do very serious reporting on the news and you keep getting stuck on the penis yes because i'm 12 you need to have pubic hairs in the frosting i don't know how about i read the article and we'll find out together I like mean, i always do i mean did they draw balls on it i mean let's go you know what the mystery is better than the answers let's just move on to the next segment <laughs> no, read the- <laughs> oh so you do want to know okay that's interesting a <laughs> uh, morgue in michigan has fired multiple workers over allegations of racism and other misconduct in the workplace mm. 
i guess the bodies weren't the only thing stiff up in there (laughs) the cakes were too three women recently lost their jobs with america with the macabre county medical examiner's office macabre this story is macabre uh stemming from a complaint accusing them of taking part in various inappropriate office behavior that included mocking black people grieving deaths of their family members (gasps) okay Hmm. now see i know that sounds very fucked up i know that does but don't we all mock black people grieving our family members isn't that not a thing don't we all thank me with him lord throw me in the casket too trying to jump in there don't we all Mm -hmm. almost knocking the body out Mm -hmm. i feel like we all made those jokes okay now Mm -hmm. we are black so i feel like we get to make them jokes but we can't be the only ones that notice it's funny when that one aunt that always uh fakes the holy ghost every sunday we know she gonna act a fool when it's her turn to talk we know that's gonna happen Mm mm-hmm okay i i mean oh that's a tough one that's a tough one let's keep going though <laughs> grieving black <laughs> we do there's a tie skits based off of that anyway grieving the death of their family members pornography bullying and in at least one instance delighting over a sexually explicit cake what if they do it down in the morgue they wilding down in there they was like we underground fuck it yeah i mean i guess they they were like everything is death so we got we got to do something to spruce this place up gallows humor as they call it um the suggestive cake that featured a decorative penis made of frosting Uh, so okay it looks like it was a round cake and then they drew the penis on the cake okay okay because the penis was made of frosting um prompted one co-worker to file an official complaint about the alleged misconduct the woman who filed a complaint last month spoke with the free press under condition that it maintain her anonymity let me tell you something they know who it is right ain't nothing five of y'all down there they know who told three of them ate the cake they know which one of y'all said no to the cake listen i hate racism i would have had some cake okay so i bet you it would have been delicious I would, oh man break me off the balls come on just give it to me all right fine fine this is fucked up but fine. i'll take it straight to the face but fuck you <laughs> oh i got a little cream on my mouth but listen y'all wrong for this okay now let me get the shaft but that y'all wrong okay uh, <laughs> you know what? i'm on a diet just a tip okay <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna stick it all the way in my mouth <laughs> oh man can i can i just lick the sides <laughs> <laughs> oh man you know what i think i'm just gonna play with the cake just you know <laughs> just just push it around a little bit and stare at it <laughs> uh, i was livid furious actually the woman who is black well now you now you're narrowing it down <laughs> okay she, she wanted to be anonymous okay the woman who was black told the free press during a recent interview all these cities are on fire for the black lives matter movement and here's my staff eating a black penis cake as a joke that really pushed me over the edge well now we know she's in management because she said it was her staff barbara this you ain't it barbara (laughs) ain't nobody else complaining but you it's barbara johnson 
the antics that led to the firing of the new now former morgue workers were apparent were apparently only the most recent instances of offensive workplace behavior oh so they've been doing this shit for a while aside from the cake i feel like the cake alone is enough yes it is you know no white women had all of the jokes you know they did <laughs> oh i am too full i don't think i could take another bite of this you know what a little bit more just a little i tell you what this better than that vanilla cake we had last time this is much bigger yeah, and like, filling i don't think i could eat another inch i mean take another bite mm-hmm. oh my goodness okay i'll tell you what this cake's life matters to me i know <laughs> you know what i mean girls mm-hmm. another uh particular allegation in the complaint i got to lick all the cream off of this one mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm, just shove it all in my mouth i'm gonna take a look to the bathroom with me i'll be right back ladies another particular allegation in the complaint focused on racially profiling black people a separate allegation asserted that the complainant's boss would routinely order her to go deal with your people when black people arrived at the medical examiner's office oh yeah it's like when i was a waiter at ihop and the other waiters would be racist and try to give me the black tables mm-hmm another portion of the complaint made reference to the blatant and overt racist communications uh in the office um a growing number of people have been losing their jobs over both races da, 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 da. okay then it brings up nick cannon for some reason what anyway zero to 100 karen oh just dig it 100 even though it's hilarious yeah i give it uh i give it a 75 you know but i will say this story takes the cake <laughs> i wonder what flavor the cake was chocolate i'm assuming i think it was chocolate it was it was vanilla creamed Karen, your puns are the icing on the cake. <laughs> oh, somebody said with or without nuts. <laughs> Both? Probably with. Um, all right, let's uh, uh oh god. Let's uh move on to uh we've been doing this two hours. Let me see. Is there any thing i want to talk about on guest race you know what? let's do sore ratchetness and then we'll save guest race for tomorrow and we'll do other stuff the rest of the week you mm-hmm. know, plenty of stuff to do um all right let's do some sword ratchetness someone in the chat made me laugh somebody they said uh with cream pie frosting uh, <laughs> cake and ice cream pie is that what they was eating oh <laughs> 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 uh, racism is so weird yes, <laughs> hey we hate niggers let's eat some black dick mm, won't that be delicious y'all don't even like black people why are you doing that right why are you doing this for a black dick cake what the fuck was the occasion 
you're at work you're the at day, work the day ends with a y even if you weren't racist you were at work why would you get a dick cake at work what is happening in because, the medical examiner's office because shit slid before and this is what happened when you let shit slide it get worse and worse and worse until you get to the dick cake oh my god because they don't know where to draw the line my god all right <sighs> this man this this man tries to rob a pawn shop with a sword he just purchased oh can i give me give me that receipt all right stick him up <laughs> right uh sir um, i know you uh, got at least what i paid for this sword in that register i mean sir i got i got you we know where you stay i got your id you know a minnesota man tried to rob a pawn shop with a sword he had purchased moments earlier from the store Police said after Hunter Granzy Bowman, 19 of Minneapolis, bought a sword at the Pawn American shop around 4 p.m., he unsheathed it, lifted the sword in the air, and demanded money from the cashier. The cashier replied, I don't think so, and called 911. I Damn. don't think so. He raising Arizona, this motherfucker. He's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Granzy Bowman left the store with his sword, but no cash what kind of robbery was this damn he didn't even try this is the worst robbery of all time the worst give me the fucking money in the register no you got me well played i didn't plan Shing. on you telling me no put the sword back in the sheet Shing. well played on to the next crime you got me this time i gotta say you played it fair and square they must have said swipe it no swipey swipe right. no swipey <laughs> I said, I, I declared that, uh, no take backsies. Oh, fuck. The one weakness. Uh, but he left the store with no cash. He's taken into custody shortly later. Reportedly, he told investigators he thought his actions would be funny. Oh, it's gonna be funny. Cause we all laughing. Yes, we are. At you. Good luck in jail. Granzy Bowman Good was luck. arrested and charged with first degree aggravated robbery. So, jokes on him, I guess. All right, um, that's it for the, that's it for the episode. We'll be back uh, later in the week. Uh, I mean, tomorrow. What the fuck? Later in the week. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow, y'all. Uh, until then, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. <laughs>